0: Hello, it's Nia and Trent from the Trident Networks Tournament Podcast.
1: We just wanted to pop in and tell you about the tourney pod where each week we pit different pieces of pop culture against each other in a March Madness-style tournament. We try to cover everything, from movies
0: to TV shows to music to random stuff, like our hotly contested Best Pasta Shape Bracket.
1: You can listen to the tournament podcast and all other Trident Network shows wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you'll become an attorney at Pod soon enough, and remember, may may the the thing thing with the the most most votes win! What's up everybody what's up twitch what's up twitch.tv slash to network thanks everybody for tuning in joining us live on twitch or in the future on the podcast version of this episode uh however you are deciding to take this in thank you for taking it in we appreciate uh, we appreciate your attendance um whether it's your first time or your sixth or seventh time who knows who knows what uh what number episode this is so Someone knows. Uh, and if anybody would know, it would probably be our technical support. Say what's up to her in the chat right now. It's Val Agnew. Hi, Val.
0: Hello. I do not know what episode it is, actually. I think it's seven. That sounds right.
1: It's either six or seven. I know it's not eight, and I know it's not five, but I don't know. You know, I have it all written down somewhere, but it's not immediately in front of me, so I can't share that at this time. Uh, how's it going, Val. Oh, I'm great. I'm excited for tonight. Oh, me too. We have a great guest, one of my best friends in the whole world. But before uh, we bring him on, a couple reminders. First, if you are not subscribed to the Trident Network Twitch channel, which is what you are currently watching it on, uh, you can do so now by hitting the subscribe button that is somewhere down here below me. Correct, Val?
0: Yes, by your... Yep, that Yep, That corner. <laughs> <quarter. laughs>
1: Um, and also, if you happen to be a uh, Amazon Prime member, you can subscribe to this channel for free. Is that correct, Val?
0: That is correct, and I have put a link of how to do that in the chat. In
1: the chat. Wow, very cool. Also, um, if you're in the chat, uh, feel free to throw out any questions in the second half of the show. If you, um, you know, if something pops into your mind, Val will relay that to me and my guest. Who will? I, who I will? Who I will talk about now? Uh, this show is I love improv with Trent Dozier I'm Trent Dozier I love improv we're going to do some improv and then talk about improv um, and my guest this week also loves improv and before I I heap praise on him why don't we just uh, bring him onto the screen right now please in the chat please welcome my guest this week one of my best friends in the whole world the other half of my two improv team 10 impeller world famous please welcome cam
2: her!
0: change
2: his name wow this is an honor Uh, hold please it's it's a mistake and an honor
0: wait that's not your name either it's both
2: (laughs) oh my god okay if you're watching i did it if you're watching or if
1: you're listening to this on the podcast in the future (laughs) last week's guest was uh zoe agapinon who we love and uh, when Val brought Cam onto the screen, the screen said, Zoe Agapinon instead of Cam, <laughs> But that's been adjusted.
0: <laughs> because normally, we walk through the whole show with the guest. Yes. And so I change it when we walk through the show. But Cam watches the show, yes. so we just do a walkthrough.
2: <laughs> ironic. This is my fault. This is my fault. Uh, yeah. Yes, I blame you. It's,
1: it's ironic that the, that the big failing was you being a supportive friend. <laughs>
2: That's
1: true. Uh, Cam, how's it going, buddy?
2: I'm good. I'm I'm bummed that Zoe's not here, but I'm good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes, if you want to hear our episode with with Zoe, uh, wherever it's you a get
1: good your one. podcasts, go back and listen to it. It was. It was very fun. Zoe had me laughing in our improv scene, which hopefully <laughs> Cam can do as well. Um, right now, if you're in the chat and you would like to start throwing suggestions out for the scene Cam and I are going to do... Please feel free to do so. Uh, Keep in mind that here on I Love Improv with Trent Dozier, we like the suggestion to be kind of the the layout of what you want the scene to be as opposed to one word. So, for example, uh, instead of the suggestion of microphone, we would like the suggestion of Cam is a microphone salesman and Trent is a lonely (laughs) schoolboy trying to buy a microphone. That's the example I use every week. I just change the object that's for sale. Anyways, um... So something specific would be great. Um, And if you are not familiar with me or Cam, maybe this brief conversation we're about to have might help inform um, a suggestion you might want to make for the scene. With all that being said, Cam, I'm going to tell you what I love about you as an improviser. Does that sound good, buddy?
2: Oh, it sounds the best.
1: (laughs) Great. Uh, Cam, I have done... uh, I'm sure there are some people who know this listening or watching, but for those of you who don't know, I have done more improv with Cam uh, than any other human on the planet, and it's been my privilege and honor to do so. Um, The majority of it has been, as the previously mentioned two-prof team, Ten and Peller, uh, often confused, confused with Penn and Teller, but the only magic we create is between each other doing improv. I think I've done so many shows with you, Cam, because I love to improvise with you, and I love to improvise with you because you're just like a good person, first and foremost. Despite all... Before any improv skills come in, as a human being, you are someone who I'm happy to know and I'm happy to be around, and so that automatically makes me just want to play with you more. Number one. Number two, you, like me just love to have a silly little good time on stage. (laughs) You know, you're not worried about doing everything technically correct. You're worried about yourself having a good time and the audience having a good time. And, um, you know, I'm all about that as well. And I feel like because you have such a fun, carefree, let's kick ass vibe, I think that's very easy for me to get along with and one of the reasons why I like to play with you. Technically speaking, improvisationally, you are a great listener, you care what information is given to you by other uh teammates and that is always appreciated um and you you never uh i think a lot of people can bail on stuff and you you don't bail on stuff in fact i i would say oftentimes you double down on bad decisions and 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 go not necessarily your bad decisions my bad decisions and you are very supportive of of me at all times and of the world we're building and all those things and that's why i love to improvise with you cam how do you feel about all that do you agree do you disagree
2: oh my god that was so nice buddy that was really nice uh yeah i i think that that's why you know, what you said about uh just wanting to have a good time that's why we clicked uh i think when i first started wanting to do improv i was very technical but you helped me just be like let's just have a good time and kick some ass so yeah i i think that fits
1: good i'm glad love (laughs) rocking and rolling with you um so now we're gonna do a little improv so if you have a, a suggestion you'd like to throw in the chat please do so now um uh, as always, there's about a 20-second delay between what I am saying and what the chat is hearing. So, Val, we can uh, wait around and uh, wait a couple seconds, let the time tick by. Uh, if we don't have a suggestion, of course, um, typically we would get one from Val. However, Val, I will say I do have a texted-in suggestion if there's, <laughs> if there's not one in the chat. So how are we looking?
0: Uh, so far, nothing. So your text might be the suggestion today. <clears throat> Can I ask who it's from?
1: You know who it's from, baby. It is <laughs> Nia Demilio, composer, composer of the uh, of the theme song for I Love Improv with Trent Dozier and um, my lover. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As I said, as I said on the episode with Zoe, Nia is a former guest of the show and my current lover. So, <laughs> <clears throat> I just think
0: about the term lover. Yeah, I just love.
2: love that you use lover.
1: Love to love, baby. Peace and love, Ringo Starr. <laughs> um, okay, Val. I'll...
0: Oh, wait. We've got a couple suggestions. Oh, here Great. we go. Uh oh. Sorry, Nia. <laughs> okay. Oh, we have to, uh, one whole suggestion that was created by two people, one building on another.
1: Oh, that's oh. the spirit of improv. Improv yes. in the chat?
0: Improv in the chat. Let's hear it. So Marcus Day, Sire- Marcus Day, Marcus Day, hooray, hooray! Said security guards at a turtle convention. Oh. <laughs> and then um, Emma Smith said, "At a store called Ye Sand."
1: <laughs> Ye yeah. Sand. Okay. Ye Sand. Yee yeah. Sand. <laughs> so, so we're security guards at Ye Sand.
0: Right, and there and happens to be a, a turtle, turtle convention, convention at Right. Yes.
1: Thank you, Marcus okay. De Hooray. Thank you, Emma. Cam, you ready to rock, buddy?
0: I'm ready to rock, buddy. Oh, here we go.
1: Whew, pretty light work out here, huh?
2: This is when you got to keep your eyes peeled, though. It's when it's quiet like this.
1: Oh, have you done conventions like this before
2: yeah oh no and i've done this one you've done done this
1: you've done you've done turtles 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 before
2: (laughs) every every year buddy wow turtles 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 these people are not fucking around okay so i know that everything's moving slow around here i think that people think that it's going to be a a chill crowd but these people can get out of hand
1: okay I mean, it's been we've been here for five hours already, and I haven't really had to do anything. So, like I said, light work. See, this is easy for me. It's an easy task for me.
2: This is what. The, is it your first year? Is it your first year just coming into Yay Sand?
1: <laughs> yeah, this is my. I first, haven't seen... This is my first time at Yay Sands. <laughs> okay,
2: then that makes a lot of
1: sense. Is it Yay Sands? I thought it was Yi Sands.
2: It's Yay Sands. It's, it's actually it's, it's actually spelled Yay. Yeah, it's spelled Yee sans but they it said Yay.
1: Yeah, because it's spelled Y e e e e sans mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. But that's Yay sans No, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, no, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. Okay. Hey, you would know it's Yay Sands
1: if you. Hey, if you've been doing Turtles, Turtles, Turtles at Yay Sands for however long, then you, you know, you would know more than I would. I, I you know, I'm just... I, I, I didn't forget what it's called i'm not, I'm not saying you okay. did i'm not saying you didn't i'm just i'm just saying you know claiming ignorance on my part you know as i assumed because i sounded it out phonetically but that you know that was that was my bad you know e- either way and okay. in- anyway you anyway you slice it or dice it this has been light work you gotta you got proof that uh it's been hard in the past you said these people get crazy oh, my god right there you see that yeah, is that a tattoo of Barry Manilow? <laughs> yeah.
2: Sick. Yeah, it is. That's Barry Manilow. It's early Manilow. You can see the early you hair on. You can see.
1: It. Yeah, you can see his hair
2: still. It's sick. not. It's not today, Manilow. But yeah, that's a tattoo that I got after the first one.
1: But did that have? Did the Barry Manilow tattoo have some significance to the?
2: You. You bet your ass. Oh, what was it? Don't make me hang it, brother. It. I don't like to revisit the day to be honest. This is more of a memorial of the people we lost than anything.
1: Oh my god, did people die?
2: People. My best friend died. Oh. Yeah.
1: God. I'm I didn't mean to No, no, no. This that's the job. No, I didn't mean to bring it up. I mean if you I would love I would love to hear the story. I know it's going to make you sad but i would love to hear it um, but i'm so i'm sorry for wading into this territory i will say though i would love to hear the story
2: all right i can tell you
1: yeah i would i would love that
2: i could tell you the story about how i lost my friend barry that day <laughs> wait if you're
1: are you talking about i'm, I'm sorry are you talking about barry manilow
2: Well, Barry Mandel is alive. Yeah, so it could. He's, 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 he's alive, and he's a he happens to be named the same name as my friend Barry that uh, I lost that day. But <laughs> okay, it was it was right around the fifth hour, you know, it was, uh, right around like it is right now. Okay, and we just took a break, you know, we just decided we wanted to, I don't know, take take a take a load off. It had been a long day.
1: Were you allowed to take a break at that time, or were you taking like an unsanctioned break?
2: man brother you i was taking breaks the whole day i didn't know i didn't know what i was getting myself into we haven't taken a break once exactly i don't take breaks anymore Oh, okay last time i took a break i lost my friend barry <laughs> well, that was the first year we did this uh, okay yeah look at that yeah I... that's a memorial to my friend barry
1: <laughs> but that's a but that's barry Mail. that's not your friend barry. it's a
2: memorial. To my friend Barry. Right, but I just... Who I lost that day.
1: Maybe I'm confused because you have gotten not very deep into the story at all.
2: Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know.
1: We're, like, in the foreword. We're not even in, like, chapter one. But I just... I guess I don't understand why the memorial to your friend Barry, who who is not Barry Manilow...
2: Not Barry Manilow. Why, is the,
1: why the tribute is then Barry Manilow.
2: Well, if you want to know, that's...
1: I would, lo- I would love to know. I'm begging you. I'm sorry. Am I,
2: am I frustrating you with my, my tale of my friend yeah, passing I'm, away? I'm sorry. Yep, you're right. I'm sorry.
1: That's, uh, that is absolutely out of line for me.
2: <laughs> you know how many times I've tried to tell this story and no one wants to listen to it? That's my best friend that died. And it's a great story. So you're t- it, happened at a tur- it happened at a turtle convention where, you know, we're taking a break. We're 15 minutes in. But I can't ever... Get past that part of the story with people, because for some reason, people don't like the way I tell the story.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, I'm (laughs) telling you, I'm absolutely on pins and needles, begging to hear the rest of this. So please continue.
2: So it's just me and Barry. We step out back, take a 15-minute break. Barry smokes. And when I say he smokes, he smokes a lot, okay? You mean he? This guy smokes. You mean he's chain smokes. He smoked. He smoked Well, yeah, he's. He smoked. Cause he died. I mean, the last time I saw him was. First year we ever did this, convention. Right. He he died that day. I got him a tattoo memorializing him right now. <laughs> I wish I, di- I wish I didn't interrupt. Keep going. I wish I could keep going. Oh my god. Guy was my best friend so how did he just di- he's just kind you know he's just a kind guy how did he die he cared how did he die he died caring that's bullshit a lot that's not an answer. <laughs> oh i'm sorry what i mean how did he literally die is my story of my best friend barry who died to barry manilow while barry, L- barry manilow was playing over the loudspeakers in the store as he as he died as i watched him die Oh. Oh, now you're interested in the story again. I've
1: never not now, been
2: interested. That was
1: no, bullshit. no, no, I've never not been interested in the story. How how did he how did he be, come to be deceased?
2: From caring a lot.
1: Okay, but what was the cause of death medically speaking?
2: <laughs> okay, the medical cause of death, death was turtle's asphyxiation. <laughs> I don't know how to say it, okay? It's turtle asphyxiation. Turtle asphyxiation. <laughs> oh, no, I can't say it. Oh, is it funny? I can't say it. Is it funny how my friend buried that? Wait, okay, so <laughs> Cause cause, I just would like because to... turtle asphyxiation is really hard to say. Okay, so I can I
1: ask it. a clarifying question?
2: Sure.
1: Did he get choked to death by a turtle or did he choke <laughs> on a turtle? Oh, don't cry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just,
2: I just, I just get, when I think about it, I see it and <sighs> he died by choking on a turtle, no shell. <laughs> a tur- <laughs> Okay. He was being smothered by turtles. We were surrounded on all areas. Okay. I slipped away. Barry got himself in the corner and just said, run, go, run, go. That's the last thing I ever heard out of Barry. As Barry Manilow played over the loudspeakers, the leader. And when I say the leader, I mean, the leader of the turtles was like, this ends now. And <laughs> the turtles spoke English. It said, this ends now. Oh my God. And it did. He jumped out of his shell, crawled right down uh, Barry's throat. Ugh. Crawled directly down his throat. I watched it happen. Ugh. Sacrificed himself for his cause. Ugh. And I lost my friend that day. I took one year off. And I've been back every year since to avenge his death. <laughs> I, <laughs> okay. First of all, so yeah, I've done this before. Yes, I'm. This ain't my first rodeo. I'm sorry. Man. I'm, I'm sorry. I've questioned you. Right I'm, there.
1: Yes, I see the tattoo of Barry <laughs> I'm, I didn't mean to force you into reliving that trauma. I do. I. I would be remiss if I didn't ask why they keep putting on this convention if all the turtles <laughs> broke out. During the first one, and at least one person died. Why are we still doing this?
2: Greed. <laughs> this turtles Greed. turtles 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 is a big money maker for Yay Sands. They don't they don't care that someone died. That didn't make the news. What? All they care about is that every turtle got what they wanted that day, and the best turtle was given a blue ribbon. That's all that people give a shit about. No one knows about my friend Barry. What? Nobody knows Barry died? No one even gives a shit except for me. So are you a medical doctor then? Or how did you get
1: the medical breakdown? What's that? Are, how, did you, how did you get the medical breakdown of...
2: I watched a turtle crawl down my friend's throat, bud. That's all the medical breakdown I needed to know. <sighs> and And if you're a good partner, you'll make sure that doesn't happen to me today.
1: Well, it's been pretty light work so far. So I think, yeah, I've been a pretty good partner.
2: Yeah, I think you've been great. I'm just telling you why you need to stay alert.
1: Okay. Okay, I'm on my toes. Everything everything seems good over here.
2: Got any ink? Got any war stories?
1: You say got any ink or got any war stories?
2: I got any war stories, but if you got any ink, I'd love to see it. Yeah, I mean. I got some. some.
1: Uh, Are you saying you have others besides the Barry Manilow?
2: No, I got the Barry Manilow one. It's right here. Uh,
1: Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen your ink. I've heard your war story. Yeah. Well, you might have noticed I'm missing my right foot.
2: Uh, I saw. I saw. I noticed that when you came in.
1: Thank you for not saying anything uh i did lose that in an accident i was born with both my feet uh but there was there was an incident i've got some more stories of my of my own you could say working security locally but
2: uh not really at liberty to say because
1: uh i lost my best friend that day
2: oh my god did you know that I also lost my best friend? I've heard. Friend?
1: I've heard the story. Barry, he got, okay, he yeah. got choked out by a turtle from the inside out. Yeah, that's right. I'll tell you the story, even though
0: you're not <laughs> asking.
1: <laughs> I used to work at the San Diego Zoo.
2: Oh, I love the San Diego Zoo.
1: I used to love the San Diego Zoo. What happened? I was working in the turtle section, and my best friend in the whole world was named Michelangelo. He was one of the turtles. Uh, He's like one of those big, you know, like dinosaur turtles that are like, whoa, these guys still exist, you know, but they don't move very fast. So anyways, I'm in there working with Michelangelo, and, you know, all the other turtles are running around doing their thing, and... Me and Mike are playing. We're kind of wrestling around, roughhousing. And then two of the other turtles, Donatello and Leonardo, and all the turtles in the in the turtle area were named after famous turtles in history. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> Leonardo and Donatello start <laughs> fighting each other. And, you know, at first they're just kind of like yelling back and forth. And you can tell. As they'll do. As they'll yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, sure, you've seen turtles communicate.
2: Tur- turtles talk shit with the best of them. With
1: the best of them. Uh, yeah. So that's happening. And then um, the third, a third turtle named Jerry Ferrara comes in. And Jerry Ferrara gets on uh, uh, Donatello's side. So now Jerry and Donnie are yelling at Leo. And Michelangelo is like really good friends with Leonardo. So he's trying to get over there. But, you know, he's a turtle. He's very slow. And Michelangelo is bigger than all the other turtles. <clears throat> all of a sudden, Jerry Ferrara pulls a knife out of his shell. And he's like, we doing this? And so now, so now, so now there's like a huge kind of turtle fracas, but it's like literally in slow motion because, you know, they're turtles. They can't move very fast. Of course, yeah. So I'm desperate. Like, I can see where this is going. This situation is going south quick and and, and and I'm just like, Michelangelo, please don't go. And, you know, I'm holding him back. I'm holding him back. You know, but he's he's like twice the size of me. He's a giant, you know, like dinosaur turtle. So he's slowly crawling that way. And he's just like, you know, get off me. Let me go, you know, get in the fight. I'm the biggest one. I can squash this. And I'm like, just like, no, let all the other – like, let this be settled peacefully. You know, now at this point, Leo is on his back. He's just – he's being stabbed. We're seeing, you know, we're seeing turtle on turtle <laughs> homicide being committed. And, and so I'm trying to pull – Michelangelo back, he he pushes me off and bites my right foot clean off. Bites it clean off. And I'm just like, no. You know, I'm I'm sad. I'm sad about the betrayal of the friendship. But also, you know, now I've lost one of my two working feet. And at this point, uh, the local zoo sniper, which every zoo has a sniper in case, you know. Yeah, you're familiar. Every zoo has a sniper in case the animals go wild. Uh, Bam just one shot because once once there's animal on human crime like these the animals could kill each other all day but once a, once a human uh who works at the zoo gets hurt uh then you know it's all over so anyways he sniped him right out of the so michelangelo you know died that day and so did leonardo and then it was just horrible i you know obviously the san diego zoo shut down now that's pretty famously got shut down after that incident. Unlike, unlike you and Barry, like everyone knew, everyone kind of heard about this one. And, um, so yeah. So then I kind of was, you know, slithered back into a life of security. Once I was able to get a new foot fashioned on there and
2: yeah, it's hard. Well, I'm going to, I'll, uh, I'll tell you what I, you know, I appreciate you sharing your story with me about your friend. And as long as I'm, you know, your partner, I want to make sure that nothing ever happens to you or any of your other friends. Okay. Great. Oh, no! Oh,
1: oh, oh, <laughs> oh, the turtles oh, have shurikens, they're throwing oh. them! Oh. <laughs> okay, that's the scene.
0: Uh. Oh my god. <laughs> Can you he hear me? I, lost my... Can't... <laughs> I think he are you still there, Cam?
1: Can there you hear he us now,
0: Cam? Uh oh. What?
1: Cam lost Cam lost his headphones when he got hit with the throwing star. Lost my headphones. <laughs> hit with the throwing star to the uh, to the throat there. <clears> throat> Worth it. I mean, <laughs> I gotta be honest, you you made the move about two or three seconds before I would have. But <laughs> I feel like typically when Cam and I do a scene or a show or something, it do, it does end in a gruesome, uh, unrealistic murder murder scene. And
2: we've slit some throats in our day. Oh
1: my god, the number of throats that we've slit is
2: innumerable.
1: <laughs> oh well, that was that was uh, that was a lot of fun.
2: It's very fun. I've uh I haven't done uh zoom prop with you in a while, oh, I know. buddy, but that man, that was so much fun.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> always love always love letting you just kind of uh 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 tell a story in the middle of a show. And I love um we are both I feel like we identify a game with each other immediately and it was fun that I feel like the the normal impulse would be like you tell your story and I'm going to keep interrupting you, but you telling the story were just interrupting yourself, and it was fun for me to get worked up being like, but I want to know what happened. <laughs> Always fun. Always fun to subvert the game.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I also love just like kind of <laughs> that moment when you were like, Telling me about your friend, I was like clearly just like uh, not Not, hearing, not going to not get off the fact that I lost a friend and that I have a tattoo memorializing him. And then you're like, well, I'm going to tell you the story. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's, yeah, that's just how that's going to go with that guy, I guess.
0: (laughs) It was very clear that you are comfortable enough with each other that silences don't bother you at all. There were a lot of pauses, but they weren't uncomfortable pauses. They were just like natural, like what would actually happen in a conversation, especially between two people who don't know each other that well.
2: Oh yeah. When Trent and I talk, we barely (laughs) speak. It's a lot of, (laughs) a lot of nods. It's a lot of, yeah. Meaningful pauses. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I, Cam, tell me if you agree with me. I feel like you do. Um, and I feel comfortable answering for you before even letting you answer because of how many improv shows we've done together. But uh, both of us are very comfortable with silence on stage, number one. And number two, I feel like we both feel like it's a, a an underutilized tool in improv in general and also a huge tool in our toolkit when we are improvising together. Um, the ability to just kind of sit in that whether it's positive or negative or just kind of let the energy build in the room organically, like especially with the audience, I feel like is a super underrated thing that um, I think another reason why I love performing with you is because a lot of people are so uncomfortable sitting in that. And I think, you know, a lot of it is because we are so comfortable off stage together that we are comfortable, you know, sitting in silence in real life um, that sitting in silence on stage is easy for us. But I feel like, we as a unit and you individually do a great job of taking advantage of that
2: thanks yeah i feel like um like when i when i see teams or like a two prov or even like a stand-up use a lot of like silence within their set and like build tension that way it's always like i'm never like oh no they've got nothing i'm usually like oh this is like a pretty confident like they don't mind standing on stage and not receiving anything or yeah i mean i i usually like that yeah. um uh, and i think that when you're starting to perform you like you have to fill every moment because you're just like <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> that's but um I, yeah I, I like when we can get to a point of like uh, silence because i usually feel like i mean i you're thinking the same thing as me like this is this is building for yeah. something
1: i i also think that's a great way to put it of silence being a confident a confidence move. I I don't think I've ever heard it um, articulated like that, but I really like that because it's, you know, I feel like when you are a a rookie improviser first starting out, you want to fill all the space because you are so nervous and, you know, just lacking that confidence. But once you settle in and become a more veteran improviser, you can see that or stand up or whatever, whatever medium you're using silence to your advantage in, I, I think it's totally right. It just shows such a supreme amount of confidence that you oh yeah, that you don't need every every second to be filled because in reality, when you are on stage, whether you're saying something or not, every second is being filled. It's not yeah. it's not fully, you know, auditory uh, unless you're listening on a podcast. But, like, when you're watching improv live in person, you have the physical aspect, you have the audio aspect, and then you also have, like, the people on stage, and then also if the team's big enough, the teammates on the sideline, and, you know, the audience is a team member, essentially. And so there's all these different things vying for your attention, and, you know, being silent is, is usually a great move.
2: And it's not like there's... An abundance of improvisers who stay silent um, it's yeah. <laughs> unfortunately it's uh everyone likes to talk a lot and then like if you don't get a laugh unfortunately the move you know like often is just to like keep talking and talking until you oh, find oh you didn't
1: like that well, so. let, well do you like this <laughs> one or you didn't like that well let me try and <laughs> dig myself out of it
2: yeah yeah it, it's i like love i like love watching people just like You know, especially after something doesn't go well, like sit in it for a second and be like, yeah, (laughs) that's (laughs) have to figure it out.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but since the since doing a lot more Zoom prof, Mm -hmm. I haven't been like now that I've been doing in person shows. um, I don't need the laugh as much because I I've gotten so accustomed to not hearing any response whatsoever. Do you have that experience at all?
2: totally totally it's
0: it's really like freeing i feel yeah. like
2: yeah yeah i mean especially um uh, at like some of those shows at logan square improv like you know th- those audiences are psyched to be back and so sometimes you're, you're getting laughs on stuff and you're like oh, okay <laughs> and it's just like i remember like almost feeling like it was like a buoy in our old life like you had to get to a laugh to feel yeah. okay and now it's just kind of like nice yeah like yeah. <laughs> if you if you guys want to laugh, that's great. We're gonna be right.
0: doing We're doing this for us. Yeah, right. You can, be, you can enjoy it if you want. It's
2: almost like, oh, cool, nice. Yeah.
1: yeah, I've only done I've only done one show in front of an audience since the pandemic, so I'm not qualified to answer that question yet. <laughs> yet.
2: We'll see. You did uh, ten million before the pandemic.
1: <laughs> and I needed the laughs. <laughs> they fe- they fueled me.
0: I don't feel like you were ever the type of person to go for a laugh like that. Uh,
1: no, thank you, Val. Uh, first of all, I appreciate that. Second of all, you are totally correct because I feel like I, by the time I got to Chicago, I had done improv for five years in um, California, predominantly short form stuff. And, um, you know, I think we talked about this on the Ariel episode of this, of the show a little bit, but like, I am more than happy to be the person, especially in a short form game to, uh, you know, step out first there and just kind of eat shit for everybody. Um, (laughs) because I know that, uh, while the first thing I come up with might not be the funniest thing, I'm confident in myself at that point, um, that I can do something funny later. Uh, and it'll all, you know, tie back around, but yeah, I don't, uh, I I haven't been um, I haven't been nervous for any type of improv show in a long in a long time. I you know I've just done so many that I feel like I know what to expect now, and it's the
0: unexpected,
2: baby.
1: Improv's unscripted.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: Val, have you been nervous for any of your in-person shows at all?
0: No. I I really Damn. have just yeah like I don't know it's I told you guys this I think like earlier in the pandemic but I I feel like uh during this time I really have started to improvise for the right reasons yeah. and because of that I've both become a better improviser and also it just I don't need the validation I'm just like enjoying being with my teammates and having a good time. And I've now done long form and short form shows in person. And cause I, I hadn't done any long form during like online or during the, the yeah. lockdown at all. So I was curious what was going to happen. And it was the same. It felt the same as, as like doing the short form stuff. Like it's just, I just feel really liberated by this whole experience, which I know is not what everybody's experience no. is. But was,
1: that, that's good though. It's definitely been well, mine. I, you did, yeah. did kind of mention it, but I was going to follow up and ask, um, so you you feel like having to do Zoom improv for a year has made you a better in-person improviser.
0: Yes. That's great. Yes. Uh yeah, because I think that like I like I said Uh, just a second ago, I think I was doing it kind of for the wrong reasons. Like I was doing it for some kind of validation from the audience. Right. And uh, you're never going to be a good improviser if that's what you're trying to get. Um, Especially because as an early improviser, you are performing for no one. (laughs) So you are not going to get a lot of uh, response anyway. Um, And now I just... I find joy in, like, coming up with wacky characters. I feel like my style has changed. Like, I used to be much more of, like, a head player. And now I, I'm i not always a, an X Factor by any means. But I definitely can, like, pull out the weird thing that, like, breaks the scene. And I have so much fun doing that. Um, and I don't think I would have ever gotten to that place if it weren't for this time. Which I, like, feel weird about. But at the same time, I'm very grateful uh, and it's been really fun.
1: That's great. What are there? <clears throat> you mentioned uh, kind of transitioning yourself from a head player to an X factor. Are there three archetypes or four? I can think of three heart that heart, I'm aware of. Yeah. yeah, heart. Those are the yeah. three head, heart, head, heart and X.
0: And X. Yeah. 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 And like, I would love to be a heart player, but I'm just, I'm, I'm, too heady for that so i could jump straight to like crazy person but the hard player is (laughs) Uh, not my style
1: (laughs) hey not not everybody can be everything and and that's okay that's why you know the best teams have uh people of the of the multiple archetypes cam i feel like another reason i like to play with you is because i feel like you depending on the day one of the three will lead you, but I feel like you can lean into any of the three
2: at any time. I was just, uh, I was thinking about me while you guys were talking. Um, <laughs> 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 um, and I was, I, well, I was thinking like, I i like to think of myself as a heart player, but I think that there's been a couple of shows like, it, you know, since coming back where I've definitely been like more of an mm. X factor for like in those little hero shows. Um, and it, I, yeah, I guess it, uh for me it depends on like the team I'm playing with and like what I'm doing like I always felt like when I was in like my normal rotation in Chicago Trent like I got to be a heart player all the time with you um and I could like lead with that and I knew that I was eventually gonna be able to pop in and play other characters and stuff but like you know when I was playing with Cactus or with Little Heroes like you know one part of the things of the improv community is like sometimes you you know, a lot of people are missing from your team and like, so your team has a very different look week to week. And so I feel like sometimes I would have to like pick and choose like, oh, tonight I'm, I think I'm gonna have to be a little bit more of this or that. Um, But now I guess I don't know. I don't. Well,
1: (laughs) actually, now that I've, now that I said what I said, I don't, I, I think you are more both heart and um, X factor than head. And I think I am. I think I am too. I don't think either of us are very, uh like heady players i think we're both smart people but i don't think we are like you know there's some improvisers who will just literally stand there and just like here's gonna be the smartest thing you've ever heard and it's gonna be very funny and it's gonna destroy you but there's no like there's no heart to their play no physicality to their play no character to their play you know um, and sometimes that's, that can be very funny a, a lot of times it is especially yeah. people who are doing it well there's people who are really good at that in Chicago but there definitely was a point pre-pandemic probably a year or two before the pandemic where it felt like a lot of teams that I owe were just like here's our opening where we're all going to stand around and talk to each other and try and outsmart each other now here's, here's <laughs> the scene of uh, two people trying to outsmart each other now here's the scene of two people trying to outsmart each other now here's a scene of two people trying to outsmart each other. For the game slot, yeah. we're going to be all 10 of us trying to outsmart. And it just was like, I feel like um, kind of our our generation brought a little, uh, injected a little bit of uh, psychotic energy back into the scene <laughs> a little bit. I was going to say silly. I was yeah. going to say silliness yeah. for
2: sure. Yeah.
0: It definitely became trendy to like have a meta- experience during every show where it was like, Isn't what we're doing so stupid? Isn't yeah. this dumb? wooshy wooshy yeah. Like that felt like every show for like three years was yeah. just that.
2: Like better like better yeah. than it. Like a little
0: <laughs> Right, exactly. A little bit better right. than it.
2: Which is ridiculous. We you know like, right. you're yeah. doing it. Like, Do you imagine... know how many
0: people would kill for your spot? <laughs> if like, you don't imagine like it. what you're doing, go.
2: <laughs> like imagine if you saw someone like like playing bath like in the NBA like sarcastically. They're like, like right? lay up <laughs> Whatever. All right, chess pen. Okay. okay, Ben Simmons. <laughs>
0: so... <laughs> and I do think that that also kind of, like, bastardized the concept of yeah. a head player. Because, like, what I think of, what it was explained to me, and this is how I think of myself as a head player, is, like, not so much, like, the referential mm-hmm. thing, but more, like, constantly thinking of the show yeah. structure. That's, that's right? what I was yeah. thinking,
2: too. Like, people who can, that's like, like, put us right back to... Zoe.
0: Yeah. Zoe yeah, like,
1: is a great head player. She... She leads with her heart, but she will make sure the show comes together at the end. I think, Cam, mm-hmm. now that I'm thinking about it, you're great at making sure stuff comes back around and making your show, instead of feel like a set, feel more like a piece, you know?
2: Thanks, man. Yeah. I, tr- I try really hard to do that. I don't think someone's, I do that. Someone's got to do it like... on our team, and it's
1: not usually me. Yeah. So. <laughs>
2: I was like, pure, uh, pure heart. <laughs> Trent's all heart, baby. <laughs> he's the, he's the heart yeah. of the heart.
1: What were you saying? Yeah. Something Cam?
2: I was, I was saying, I was just doing, uh, like a workshop with someone recently and I, I was like talking about how, uh, you know, we, they were like doing two prop stuff and we were talking about how, you know, it's like start from a grounded place and like get to know each other. And then you can like blow out the world from there and, uh, like get a little crazier and stuff. And, um, you know, you, you know, feel free to go meta from there but like start from a grounded place first and the guy who's super nice guy he's just never ever been critical to me at all was just like I don't really think that you and little heroes does yeah (laughs) he's like like, I think you guys pretty much like kind of fly off the handle like right away and I was like well well (sighs) I'm not saying I do it. I'm saying you should do it. I will say
1: I think that is a that's that's kind of a classic example of something that we've talked about every single week on this show for the six or seven to be determined at a later date number of episodes that we've done so far. And that is that you learn the rules so you can then in the future break the rules. It's like. The, if you're telling him to, you know, go slow, start normal, and then build out the world from there, and he's like, "That's not what you do, though." But it's, you know, he's he's someone who is in a workshop, and you know, just starting out, improvising.
2: I'm, I'm gonna give you the guy's name. Like, you know, I'm gonna give you the guy. No, <laughs> but you know, it's like you have to, you
1: have to go through. You can't just to go back to basketball. You can't just walk into the NBA and be a great player. You have to play for years and then play in high school and then play in college and then get drafted, maybe. Go to the G League, you know, and then you're in and then you're in the pros. And then still you have to fight for your spot. But once you're in the pros, it's like, you know a a, a chess pass or a behind the back pass can be equally effective. But like Steph Curry should be making a behind the back pass against professional basketball players and i should not be making it behind the back pass yeah <laughs> you know what i mean
0: like he's put in the hours yeah
1: Con- conversely steph and curry he- better start grounded in an improv scene and yeah he's got no i'm sorry val i cut you off go <laughs> ahead
0: Oh, no, I was just gonna say that I think you both illustrated this exact concept in this scene, because you're so comfortable Mm -hmm. with each other. And you're obviously so comfortable with improv in general, that you just instantly started fucking with each other, just like (laughs) right out of the gate. We're just like pimping each other into like long monologues and like the whole bit with the tattoo. I mean, it was all just like, that was just... It was a pure, like, X-Factor scene. Like, it was just X-Factor, but it was so funny. uh, And it worked because you know what you're doing and you know each other so well.
1: Like, Oh, that's very nice, Val. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very nice compliment. Very nice. Val usually rips these scenes to shreds, so it's (laughs) nice to hear. Yes.
0: Everyone (laughs) leaves crying, usually.
1: There will be... I have some notes. <laughs> there will be no repeat <laughs> yes, because all of them afterwards have been like, wow, Val was very rude to me afterwards, and even though it was justified, I will not be returning.
2: No, thank you. Val, Val is the Simon Cowell yeah. of improv.
0: That's right. <sighs> and just like Simon Cowell, I don't actually improvise. I just... <laughs>
1: oh, that's very funny.
0: Uh,
1: oh, was someone about to say something? No? Great. Okay. Nope just heard a little uh pause in my headphones
0: uh anyways Uh oh it's Trent going no I'm here
1: we'll wrap it up we'll wrap it up right now um Cam this was great any any final thoughts from you about um the scene or improv in general or you know I don't know anything
2: I love I love doing improv with you so much man uh, if, if you're watching this or listening to this and you got a best friend and you're like, I would love to do some improv, but I don't want to be weird, uh, do it. Be weird and ask me yeah. to do improv. It's so much fun. You get so much better so much faster because you can fuck around with your buddy.
1: Great advice. It is very rewarding. It's very rewarding to play with people you like, but it's even more rewarding to do 2PROV with someone that you have spent thousands of hours with, both on stage and off.
2: Thousands of hours. Thousands of hours. Great. We've spent so much time together. Yeah. Close God, personal no. friend. He's a close personal friend of mine. It's classic. We try to end
1: every episode with the guest doing a Trump uh, impression. So that was really good. Good job, Cam.
2: I had so much fun on the show. You guys are good. Great. Smash okay. it.
1: That's enough of that. Uh, if you, bye, if, bye. you are, if you are uh, interested in subscribing to the Trident Network's Twitch channel. Please do so um, as we discussed before the improvisational uh, started. Um, Val, I think you're putting something in the chat right now.
0: I am Um, indeed.
1: Every, uh, I think most days of the week, there's something streaming on the Trident Network's Twitch channel. Um, Thursdays specifically are improv Thursdays. Uh, I love improv with Trent Dozier is every other Thursday, and the, uh, the weeks that we're off, the short-form improv show Forgot to Mute is on every, uh, Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, so if you're looking for some more short-form fun, um, definitely check them out. They are a great group of improvisers. Ariel, who we discuss on this episode, who was a previous guest, is on that show. Um... Mm-hmm. And then there's other there's other stuff on the Trident Network Twitch channel all the time. And coming up uh, between the top of the hour, wherever you are, whether so, what would that be? Seven PM, between seven and seven fifteen Pacific, uh, nine and nine fifteen <laughs> Central, and ten and ten fifteen Eastern. Nailed it. Um, That's right. Nailed it. They, yeah. We have a preview, a preview of a upcoming new Trident Network Twitch show called. The Witching Hour and the official debut of The Witching Hour will be in two weeks from now. After this week's, uh, after two weeks from now's episode of Isle of Improv with Trent Dozier, um, Val, would you like to talk a little bit about the The Witching Hour?
0: Sure. Uh, the Witching Hour is a sort of talk show, spooky, cerebral, Ooh. spacey experience. Uh, you'll learn a lot about tarot and astrology and just basically it's just a time to be like have an out-of-body experience and enjoy yourself they recommend coming with some uh you know of your own um substances to join them with if you'd like and uh it's just gonna be a fun chill time and, uh, yeah, tune in in a few minutes for a preview. We may or may not have a bunch of weird technical <laughs> difficulties, but that's why it's a preview. And, uh, and then we'll have a nice, smooth premiere in a couple that's weeks. That's
1: great. So, yeah, stay tuned for that if um, that's something that that interests you. Like I said, there's other um, shows being streamed on the Trident Network Twitch all the time. A bunch of, I think, three or four new shows just got announced or are in the, about to be announced. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, yeah. the Trident Network... It's three-pronged, baby. We also got, uh, in addition to live videos, there's um, some scripted videos. Uh, Dicks, the first ever uh, Trident Network web series, is currently in the middle of airing their first season. Episode 8 just came out. Give that a look-see. Um, and also, of course, there is the podcast branch, which includes the podcast version of this show, I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. So if you love podcasts like I do, subscribe to this and, uh, you know— just go to the thetridentnetwork.com. You can check out information on everything there. There's a bunch of cool merch, a bunch of new I Love Improv merch. Ooh, i got to have to buy some I Love Improv yep. merch, baby. Cam's showing off his plain <laughs> blue shirt. that He bought that somewhere <laughs> else. He, go got it target. target, baby. Um, and then uh, I will wrap up by saying this. Uh, if you would like to follow Cam on Twitter, you can follow him mm-hmm. at his name, at Cam Hurt. Um, and also, Cam is currently in Wisconsin because he is sadly leaving Chicago, but happily moving to L.A., where I am currently. Uh, but the only thing he would like to plug at this time, and I would also like to plug them, is uh, Little Heroes, the team we discuss frequently. They perform every Sunday night at 8.30 p.m. in Chicago, Illinois at Logan Square Improv, if you are in Chicago, Go to LSI; it's the best improv theater um, right now. It's popping off. It's great, great shows all the time. Uh, it's tied with CIC for the other best improv theater. Those are my two favorite improv theaters. Go to those. <laughs> Comedy Sports is also great. They're making a comeback. They've got a new physical <laughs> space. <clears throat> uh,
0: and Trent is going to be performing in Chicago yes. tomorrow yes. night. If you're watching, if you're yes. listening to this
1: on a podcast, you missed me. Sorry. But you I will be that. there Friday for the 7 p.m. show and the 8:30 p.m. show, doing improv, and then back to Cali, baby, going, going, back to, back to Cali, Cali. Uh, thanks everybody who tuned in. Thanks everybody listening on a podcast in the future. Thank you for the combination from Marcus Dehurey and Emma Smith for the suggestion for our scene. Thank you as always to Val Agnew, and thank you to our guest this week, Zoe Agapinon. <laughs>
2: It was so much fun Uh,
1: Always grateful And remember I love improv (laughs) Thanks for listening to I Love Improv with Trent Dozier Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast Wherever you listen And be sure to subscribe to and follow The Trident Network on Twitch I Love Improv with Trent Dozier Is a part of the Trident Network to learn more about the Trident Networks videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit the You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Networks Patreon at patreon.com/thetridentnetwork. The I Love Improv live stream features technical support from Val Agnew. The theme music was composed by Nia Demilio, and the podcast was edited by me. We return Thursday, October 21st, live on twitchtv Network at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern.